Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Well, let me tell you a stat that I got, Wes, from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And this just goes to show you a lot of things can change in a short amount of time. The last three times Arkansas has played South Carolina, they lost them all. Arkansas lost all these games by a combined margin of 138 to 49. Now, it's obviously been a while since Arkansas played South Carolina, but I got that stat and many more from Tom Murphy and company this week over the Democrats. So, Tom, I appreciate you. Thanks for joining us today. How are you on this Friday? I'm doing wonderful. It's always great and a pleasure to be on with you guys. And y'all, y'all are everywhere, and uh, I love it, man. Just it's just all over the board. We are that. I was just complaining about the reaction to the Queen's death uh, a little bit ago. Um, we're going to debate some other things that are completely irrelevant in a while. So yeah, we don't talk just football here. And I love it. And yeah, you're right. It's, been, it's three in a row in the series, which Arkansas leads thirteen to ten now. Um, but I. I'm, I'm writing today, actually right now, about all the parallels. You know, Lou Holtz coached here, coached there. Pittman and Beamer on the same staff at Georgia. Uh, both of them went heavily after Drew Sanders. Didn't get him. And by then, Beamer was at OU. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and, and just the fact that they were they joined the league at the same time. I've talked to Houston Nutt and Danny Ford this week. So, got some good stuff coming out in the paper. Oh, that's good. Yeah, nice. I mean, nice. I look forward to that. So, Arkansas, we assume without Catalan and Slusher this week. What do you think? Yeah, I think you assume. I, I think you assume correctly. Uh, I'm hearing varying stuff, but you know, Catalan might be out for a good while. Slusher, mm. maybe, maybe back in a week or two. We'll see. Um, I do think that that starts to carve into their depth a little bit. Now, can South Carolina exploit that? Um, my contention is this: both teams have packages that they've got ready for this game. And it, it, there's things that they didn't do last week, whether it's blocking scheme, blitzing schemes, special team stuff. There's just some things that are exclusive for this game. And how each of them adapts to that is going to be key. Uh, South Carolina statistically uh, did not look good offensively last week. They didn't run the ball very well. Um, I mean, their, their leading rusher was the tight end H-back guy, Bell, Jaheim Bell, who had 40 yards. Rattler got sacked three times, so the O-line problems that plagued them last year have carried over at least into the opener this year. But I just have a feeling they're going to do some kind of pack that involves Rattler that Arkansas is going to have to adjust to. Um, I, I was pleasantly surprised by Arkansas's depth and quality on the D-line last week. That was one of my – I probably said it on this air last Friday. I was, I was worried about D-line you know, talent depth, holding up against the run. Can they get any kind of pass rush? And it turned out they did pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I've got Arkansas in this game, um, probably around the spread, maybe a little bit more. But I just think that they're going to have to cope with some things. And, you know, the, the special team's prowess that South Carolina has, that is real. I mean, that, that's Beamer ball carried over to the modern day. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll probably have something up their sleeve that, that Arkansas will have to face. I imagine so. You know, we didn't talk about him much, Wes, but we did talk about him a little bit in the preseason, and he got some love from his teammates and the coaching staff about his strength. But Terry Hampton, I think, uh, is a pretty good anchor. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, you know, John Ridgway obviously kind of established that position last year, but I thought Hampton wore the 99 awfully well this last week, and uh, he was very, very physical, yeah. made a few plays along the way, Tom, but I think uh, they're in pretty good shape there, and that was a pretty big piece of the puzzle. 
I think it was. And, yeah, I think his reps will probably go up some this week. I mean, A, Isaiah Nichols got dinged up in some way, and we really don't know what, but we think he's fine. But Hampton played well enough to kind of some, split some reps there at the nose. I mean, I think Eric Gregory is solid. Um, and then, you know, Zach Williams showed up, combo sack. Landon Jackson, I thought, had a really nice debut at DN. And then you add in, you know, one of the biggest plays of the game, the Jordan Dominic strip sack. Um, they they wound up getting some production out of the D line, and and I think that just goes that just speaks to a player development that they have, b believing in their schemes under Barry Odom, and just like there might be some no names involved, but they're SEC players and and they produce. Coming into the first week, there were a lot of questions about wide receiver, you know, Traylon Burks leaving, and then the defensive line. I felt good about the defensive line. I felt good about the wide receivers. Tom, which do you feel better about after watching one game? Well, I felt a lot better about the receivers than the D-line based on camp. Not that I was, like, down on it, but I like, like I've just mentioned, I thought they produced. I think the receivers actually have uh, a lot of improvement they can do. I mean, they threw one deep ball, I think, for Warren Thompson that got broken up, or it might have been Landers that got broken up. But I think that's still on the table for, for Arkansas because we know K.J. has a great skill at that. Um, and, and I also think Keetron Jackson can be a, a bigger producer with some reception. I mean, he, he blocked well last week. Uh, but I thought overall, you know, there was a holding call on Hazelwood. There was a holding call on Trey Knox. But other than that, I thought they blocked very well. I think there's still more in the package for Malik Hornsby as receiver. And I think Hazelwood, Landers, and Warren Thompson, you could stack those three up with about any trio in the SEC for ability to stretch the field, make plays in traffic. I mean, Hazelwood's touchdown catch was, was beautiful last week. So I, I think Arkansas reloaded at receiver in a manner that we might not have expected. Arkansas rushed for 220-plus yards last week. Uh, I was thinking after watching South Carolina give up a bunch of yards to Georgia State that – they, they can run the ball this week. And I was about to say, uh, they make it go for 300. And Clint Sterner, who was just on, said he thinks Arkansas could run for 400 this week. What do you think Arkansas does? <laughs> well, that's clearly part of the deal. And, I mean, I, I think 200-plus is reasonable. I, I don't know if I'd bump it up to 400. Uh, South Carolina does have some five-star, four-star talent on their D-line. Um, and, again, there could be some defensive tweaking and just things they have ready to go. Um, look, Arkansas did not produce a ton between the tackles. When you think about it, it was the outside runs that, that really they, they bought, profited on. You know, the I know Sanders set up the uh, late first-half touchdown with a long run. DeBinion had a really good outside run. Of course, KJ did too. So um, I, think, I think the setting is right for them to have a, a good running game, and they're certainly going to lean on it. Yeah, I thought the third quarter – I don't know, Tom. It seemed like the first half, I don't know if they're being cute or maybe using the pass to set up the run. They felt like Cincinnati was loading the box. But it seemed like they came out in the third quarter and and just really forced the issue for the rest of the game running the ball. And obviously that last drive, it was nothing but runs. But I I just felt like uh, there was a a more – Physical offensive line after the half, and the the running attack just seemed to it just seemed to be clicking a lot better. Agreed. I, I, it's probably a conversation at halftime about let's impose our will on these yeah. guys, you know. And um, I, is South Carolina's defensive front comparable to Cincinnati's? Uh, probably, 
So um, I, I think Sam Pittman pointed out there was a bit of frustration with the offensive line and a few of KJ's reads. So really, you take last week. Neither of these teams I thought had a a super you know clean, efficient game. Um, I'm expecting both of them to improve in that department. And if Arkansas, with the home crowd and all the things in their favor in this game, if they have a cleaner, you know, a, a more efficient first down, uh, convert a 50% or better on third downs, then they have a chance to, you know, really get it over on the game top. Tom, what's the most compelling game outside of Fayetteville this weekend, the SEC for you? Yeah, you guys were talking about them all, and, and I, I pick them now for the for the paper or the, the insert that comes in on Saturdays. And there are a bunch of tough games. Like it to me, it's hard to pick Missouri, Kansas State. Mm-hmm. It's hard to pick the Pitt, Tennessee, yep. Mississippi State, Arizona, um, and Kentucky, Florida. Those are all tough, tough picks. Um, uh, they're all compelling in their own ways. Obviously, the, the conference game, Kentucky, Florida. Is of interest. I think Florida's going to hold serve at home, um, but I picked um, I picked Mississippi State to outlast Arizona. And by the way, that was a that was a nice win. The preacher pointed it out. Very nice win for Arizona at San Diego State last week. So they're they're clearly better than they were before. Um, I don't know what to make of Missouri. Um, they beat my alma mater handily. Yeah. Their defense was so much better than it had been, but I'm, I just think K-State's K- one of those teams that does, doesn't beat itself, very solid team, and so this is a big challenger, a big poser for Missouri. Uh, I picked K-State to win that one, and then I've got Tennessee. Uh, what they're doing offensively is is tough to deal with for a full game, mm-hmm. so um, i got them going up and winning at Pitt. I've heard that from a couple people this week. Hmm. Very impressed. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching some of these games. Tom, we're going to let you go. Appreciate the time, my friend. Enjoy the weekend. Yep, y'all too. Have a beautiful weekend. All right.